T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, there's an idea. Why don't we talk on the radio? It can be done, you know. All you have to do is give us a shout in one of our two approved shouting methods. One is the Ingalls Advantage talk line at 1-800-347-1063. 1-800-347-1063. And the other is the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307-71307. All right. Good to have you with us this afternoon. We've had much to uh, talk about as regards the the great uh, hot dog debate on a Labor Day, which, of course, uh, we're talking about the traditional fair hereabouts here. Let's see here. Texter says, uh, yes, agreed. Hebrew National is a great dog. However, they come seven to a pack. Go figure. And then this texter says, Hebrew National has five to a package. <laughs> I don't know. To tell the truth, Jim, uh, uh, did I hear Money Penny? Yes, please, please, please. Yes, to, to tell us more, Money Penny, please. I think Hebrew National come five to a pack. Okay. Five to a pack, not seven. Okay. Uh, because, again, I, I, uh, I, I have eaten Hebrew National. I've never... Uh, Never, uh, never bought it that I can recall. They're good, but uh, you know, I'm no connoisseur. All right, uh, but again, uh, odd numbers. You, you figure, go figure. I, I can't tell you. Now the texture says, to tell the truth, Big Jim, I could grab two hot dog buns, fry in butter, two hot dogs burned on a dry bun, and smile. Well, okay then, Jimbo. When they come to our house to share a meal, they put their phones in a basket, and I put it in my closet till they're ready to leave. Gerald and Cowpens. Well, that's probably a smart move. Seriously, if you're dealing with uh, with young people and you want to ever see their eyeballs again, yes, put their phones in a basket and put that in a closet. Then you lock the closet, okay, Gerald? That's that's what you got to do. Appreciate that. All right. Anyway, uh, Texter says I used to think Hebrew National were the best, but the Oscar Mayer. Angus Beef knocked them out of the ballpark, no pun intended. The Oscar Mayer uh, Angus Beef. Now, uh, anybody, by the way, ever seen the Oscar Mayer Mobile? I have not personally seen it, although I know I, I know a guy, Dave, uh, 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 oh, Dave Barry. The the the, uh, the the funny columnist. He has driven the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, but I was not aware of the Angus beef hot dog. All right, uh, see the things you can pick up here. Yes, Money Penny. Yes, 
I was just saying those are really good too. Are they? Yeah, I have. I, I will have to try some of these again. I just haven't branched out enough. I'm one of these people. You know, the the, the wife says we need hot dogs. I go and I grab a pack, whatever it is. I I, I can see their hot dogs. I don't know. I am not a great shopper. Okay, you that's just, just the way it is. You grab a pack. You don't have your preference. I, no, I don't. I just grab a pack. But now after this show, I may I may be forced into developing a preference. You see, I have become much more hot dog literate today, thanks to you and, and all of our wonderful callers and texters. I before I had no idea. Now we know. Yes, I have been I have been your generic hot dog buyer and consumer. But I'm learning my lesson, folks. I don't you can know get if a I PhD. Can call you my friend with that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, 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 I feel like I, I'm, I'm actually, uh, like, like, like an infidel, like a philistine or something here. That I, that I, I've done that. Yeah, just uh, it, it's a hot dog. Okay, but how can they be different? That's been my attitude. But I, I am, I am converted now. I have seen the light. I have, uh, I have seen the light, and now I will definitely be taking all of the text information from today and all of the collected money penny wisdom, and I will use it to go forth, and I will be very careful. I will only buy hot dogs made from uh, honey-fed veal, okay? How about that? <laughs> I think that works. All right. It's uh, 11 past 6 o'clock here at 106.3 WORD. And uh, on the uh, the more serious side of things here, the political side of things, things are definitely looking up for the president. Uh, he has has learned. He has reached out. He used his convention to reach out, and I think very effectively. And remarkably, the Democrats did not contest that. Which convention, as we sit here on Labor Day, which convention reached out to labor? The Republicans did. Again. And the Democrats, it's as if they think that, that what happened in 2016 was all Hillary's fault. A lot of it was Hillary's fault, but not all of it. No, not all of it. A lot of it was the fact that the Democrats have gone off on these directions of, of what they consider to be oh-so-chic and oh-so-cool and oh-so-worthwhile. And frankly, people who work for a living are just not the kind of people that they like to have around their cocktail parties, you know? And, and if you want to be that exclusive and that, uh, well, I mean, since inclusive is such a big word on their part, I'm surprised they haven't figured this out. But trust me, Democrats, if you don't want to have those grubby old labor types voting for your candidate, trust me, the Republicans will take them, okay? We'll take them. They were handy to have in 2016, and we'd love to have them again in 2020. That was the big takeaway I took away, not just the absence of the confetti, the absence of the balloons, and uh, and all the rest of that, not the cosmetics of the two conventions, but it was the message that uh, that they sent out, and the message was stark. Republicans, we want you. We we want to be inclusive. Democrats, we have a select subset that we care about, and the rest of you, if you really want to vote for us, fine. Don't expect anything from us. Uh, it is amazing the extent to which they have been consumed by elitism, the Democrats. You know, many years ago, that would have been a joke. What, Democrats elitist? Are you kidding me? Not anymore. No, not since they discovered beautiful people. The conventions were an interesting study 
in what conventions have become. There was a time when actual decisions were made at conventions. You had the literal smoke-filled rooms. Today, if you had a smoke-filled room, they wouldn't be allowed to smoke. But it wouldn't matter because they don't decide anything. Everything's decided in the, uh, the primaries, except for the platform, which doesn't really matter, which I'll talk about here in a moment. But, uh, for example, in uh, a century ago, the Democratic Convention of 1920 took 103 ballots. 103 ballots! The last time any major party convention took more than one was 1952, when the Democrats took three ballots to nominate Adlai Stevenson. But they decided things. and They had this big deadlock, and there was this decision that was made uh, to, uh, to, to finally pick a nominee. It was made by party bosses, and yes, it was in a smoke-filled room. So, uh, those days are long gone. The advent of the primaries means that the candidates are selected. The nominee is picked long before the conventions by primary voters, and I'm not against that. I merely note that conventions have really become two things, actually. They have become... Uh, pep rallies, and they have become infomercials. And, of course, these two virtual conventions were the epitome of infomercial. Oh, goodness knows. They were beautiful, long, two-hour infomercials. They were as good as we've ever seen from the parties on infomercialing. The pep rally part, again, without the people and the crowds and people jostling in the, the funny outfits, which we did have at least during the roll call votes, but that part did not work out. The conventions were not what they used to be, and you have to wonder if they will always be a part of the scene, and I'm not convinced that they will, although I think that they probably will. But uh, suffice it to say uh, that the Republicans made good use of theirs. Democrats did not. Uh, this is 106.3 WORD, now at 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, everywhere on the Radio.com app, and uh, Jimbo for Bobby Mack at 6.15. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, we're back to that legendary thing, I see. All righty, 621 at 106.3 WORD, where the Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307, 71307. I have learned a great deal more about hot dogs today, I must confess. Although I've been aware of the big mustard ketchup debate, but good heavens, uh, you have, well, connoisseurs. In fact, we have one here on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. It's self-proclaimed. I'm a hot dog connoisseur. And get this, best dog around is actually Costco brand dogs. Great flavor, crunch, girth, and extra long. Uh, Well... Very good. Well, those are all good things to have in a hot dog, I dare say. Costco, really. I believe that is the first time I have ever uttered the words. The best fill-in-the-blank around is Costco brand. I don't think I've ever said those words before, but okay. Again, uh, you people really know wherever you speak here. I try to get involved in the the political scene of the day and the, the economic scene of the day and the social scene of the day. Hot dogs, not so much. But I'm going to have to put aside my, my ignorance shopping. Go to the store, get hot dogs, okay? I grab a pack of hot dogs. Oh, you've, you've awakened me. You have opened my eyes. I am not looking at the good stuff out there. Oscar Mayer, Angus Beef, Hebrew National, Costco brand. Uh, so many. And all the stuff to put on them. I had no idea. This is truly a remarkable audience. It is an audience that, well, uh, transcends merely brilliant. You you put merely brilliant to shame, okay? Uh, by the way, this has not received, I guess, a lot of, of notice, but uh, the uh, Rasmussen Report's daily presidential tracking poll has put President Trump's job approval rating at a six-month high, 52% in total, approve of the president. And it has been, of course, uh, in negative numbers up to this point. And uh, this is uh, among likely voters, which is, of course, the only poll that matters, the people who actually show up to, to vote. And uh, that puts the president in, in uh, positive territory. Uh, this It is tough to beat incumbents in this day and age. There have only been three moments, uh, pardon me, two two moments in American history when we have had three two-term presidencies back-to-back. That is eight years of a president, eight years of another president, eight years of another president. The first time was 1800 to 1824, eight years of Tom Jefferson, eight years of James Madison, eight years of James Monroe, largely because the Federalist Party had fell into... uh, great disrepair and disrepute, and the Democratic Republicans, as they call themselves, pretty much ran the show. The other time that we have had three two-term presidencies back-to-back is right now. That is to say, uh, eight years of Bill Clinton, eight years of George W. Bush, eight years of Barack Obama. Should Donald Trump win 
on November the 3rd, or whenever we get through counting. That would be the first time ever we have had four two-term presidencies back-to-back. Reasons for that? Well, uh, certainly the power of the incumbency. The president's much more important today than it used to be, and you could argue that that's not a good thing. Uh, that the president uh, and his importance is reflective of our problems in the world and reflective of the expanding view of what is right and proper uh, for the federal government to be doing. Uh, Another factor that's led to uh, the uh, increased support for the incumbent is the power of the incumbent in this modern age. Uh, uh, Incumbents have an awful lot going for them. Uh, Everywhere you go, uh, they play hail to the chief and uh, people snap to attention. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, of simply the uh, accoutrements, if you will, of the presidency that, that elevated. So we could, if Donald Trump wins, we would have the first time ever there have been four two-term presidencies back-to-back. When we haven't had a single-term presidency since 1988 and George H.W. Bush. Before that, you got to go back to 1976 and uh, Jimmy Carter. And before that, in terms of a a, a a two-term president, people who tried for two terms, uh, Lyndon Johnson just didn't chose didn't choose to run, and uh, it wasn't he was defeated. He and in fact, had he in fact run in 1968, he probably would have been renominated and might very well have have won. And before that, you've got to go back to 1928 and Herbert Hoover to find a one-term presidency. So there's a lot of history on the side of Donald Trump here. How will this all turn out? Goodness knows. Uh, there's no way that you can be sure, but uh, things are looking up. They really are looking up. And, of course, we've got the latest big battle now regarding whether or not uh, whether or not a, a, a vaccine developed under Donald Trump would be worth taking. Biden has uh, said he'll go with the science. Uh, Kamala Harris, of course, said flat out, no, she wouldn't trust Donald Trump. It's, it's, like, it's like Kamala is of the opinion that when Donald Trump is through for the day in the Oval Office, he puts on the lab coat, goes into the laboratory hidden in the basement of the White House, and is mixing around flasks and vials and, and the like, uh, making the virus himself. Actually, uh, no, Kamala, he's not, okay? Uh, there are, are scientists in the know who are doing that. So, uh, again, I, I want to allay her fears if she fears that the a, a a vaccine developed under President Trump would be a vaccine developed by President Trump. No, he has a lot of uh, of hobbies, uh, I'm sure, golf being one. I don't believe making vaccines is one of them, as far as I can tell. So I wouldn't worry that much about it. Uh, but again, you, you have... You have the Republicans, uh, the Democrats, I should say, all over the map on so many issues. They have gone, uh, certainly from... from uh, uh, got to go with a vaccine, got to get a good vaccine to now, well, if it's a Trump vaccine, how good can it be? They they, they, they sound kind of weird in that regard. And uh, and then you, of course, get down to the fracking stance. <laughs> you have have Kamala Harris. Well, I'll, I'll talk some more about fracking in a moment, but suffice it to say, they have been all over the map. Joe Biden has actually staked out three positions on fracking. At least Kamala Harris has only taken two. Uh, Yes, I support fracking. No, I oppose fracking. Biden actually has three positions 
I'll tell you about those when we come back. Again, uh, Jimbo for Bobby Mack at 106.3 WORD. The Upstate's talk station, my friend. It's Labor Day, and uh, we now have 629. Stay tuned for the latest news and then more of our discussions here on The Bobby Mack Show. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. As we wrap up the Labor Day edition of the Bobby Mack Show, I'll be in this week for uh, Bob and uh, back uh, on October the 2nd. Uh, so that's a little ways off there. You get lots of Bobby Mack in between there. This is 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, and also 106.3 WORD.com and uh, 101.5 FM in Anderson and 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. We have the Ingalls Advantage talk line available at 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307, 71307. Never in my life have I learned so much about hot dogs, not just the great mustard ketchup debate, but so many things. For example, uh, this one may not be one that you, you want to hear, but I'll tell it anyway. Hot dogs are animal lips. Well, if you say so, Texter. Uh, the worst hot dog I ever had, says this Texter, was in Japan. When I was told it was made with whale meat, I vomited. I felt like a quasi-cannibal. Well, actually, the chances are you're probably not a whale, uh, in view of the fact that you uh, actually are able to type out uh, words in English and have uh, fingers and an opposable thumb, so you're probably not a cannibal if you eat whale meat. But uh, be that as it may, uh, there are trees available uh, for hugging. Let's see. Speaking of Costco, says this texter, they have the best bacon as well. Who knew? Perhaps we could wrap the hot dog in bacon for the ultimate Costco hot dog. There's a thought. I have had uh, bacon, of course, bacon uh, with burgers, BLTs, and this sort of thing. But I, I also uh, have had bacon with hot dog on, on at least one occasion. 
and it was pretty good. But then again, you know, bacon goes with everything. I mean, what what does not bacon? <laughs> what does not bacon goes with with fiberboard? Okay, bacon goes with anything. And then another texture says, "No, Costco Sam's Club, huge hot dogs for a dollar twenty-five and better than Costco's." Again, I had never heard. The best that you can get is Costco, and now I'm hearing the best that you can get is Sam's Club. Really, to get quality hot dogs, you have to buy in volume, like get a, a pallet of hot dogs. <laughs> Only at Sam's Club or Costco would you ever buy a pallet of anything, except, of course, toilet paper a few months ago, but that's a whole nother story. All right, suffice it to say, uh, I'll try to be much more careful in my hot dog shopping in the future. Time now is 21 before 7 o'clock. When we wrap this up, there'll be some more news on the hour. And, of course, following that, you've got uh, Mark Levin to offer his Labor Day thoughts. Always a wise man. Let's see here. Uh, texter says, actually, that texter about animal lips is not far off. Wonder, uh, Wonder Bar Baloney actually used to have on its label pig lips. Okay. I guess this falls under the category of TMI, but be that as it may. I was talking a bit about the Democrats being all over the map on various issues. And uh, so I I note what all Joe Biden has had to say. For example, uh, Biden has said that he would uh, sacrifice blue-collar jobs for the Green New Deal. He has uh, said uh, no to fracking. He has said now yes to fracking, that I never said I would ban fracking. And he's also had a third position, no new fracking, which is essentially the same as as no fracking because these permits have to be renewed. But th- there, there are three positions that Joe has taken, okay? I hate fracking, I love fracking, and I'm in the middle with no new fracking. Now, his running mate... Kamala Harris is on record as saying this, there is not a question that I'm in favor of banning fracking. That's a quote worth remembering. Kamala Harris, there is not a question that I'm in favor of banning fracking. Well, apparently there is a question, because now she is saying, I back my running mate because fracking provides good-paying jobs in places like Pennsylvania, whose electoral votes we need. I think that's what we call an endorsement that is, uh, oh, shall we say questionable? I guess we could say that. But it, it is it's really funny. If you're going to say there's not a question that I'm in favor of banning fracking, you don't turn around and provide the, the question yourself by saying, I back my running mate because fracking provides good-paying jobs in places like Pennsylvania. So apparently, Kamala, there is a question, at the very least, of just what it is you believe, of just what it is you support, Don't ask me. I just pass these along to you. That is one of the problems the Democrats have had. They have tried to portray themselves as all things to all people. Kamala Harris is a moderate. Well, no, she's not. But that's what they've tried to sell her as. They've been selling Joe Biden as a moderate, except, of course, for the fact that they're trying to appease the far left of their own party, whom they've allowed to have disproportionate influence in their party. And so they've got to to prove that they are, in fact, anything but moderate. Now, there is a problem with what they're trying to do. There was a time in this country when technologically it was possible to speak out of both sides of your mouth and get away with it. You could do that. You could talk to Group A over here, and you could say one thing. 
And then you could turn right around and you could go talk to Group B over here and say the exact opposite. Because Group A wanted to hear one thing and Group B wanted to hear another. And you didn't have all of the various outlets that we have today. You had maybe a TV reporter or two. You had maybe a newspaper. Today, with social media, you cannot say anything to one group that everybody doesn't know about immediately. You cannot say something else to another group. Technology has made political hypocrisy, if not obsolete, it's made it very difficult to pull off. And frankly, Joe hasn't shown the capacity for doing that very well yet. Uh, Nobody was more adept at tap dancing all over the map than Bill Clinton was. Bill would go out and he would just uh, uh, suck up to all of the extremists in the Democrat Party. Uh, And then, come time for the general election, he would tap dance back to the middle. Mr. Moderate, Mr. Moderate. Well, he didn't sell me, and I'm sure he didn't sell a lot of you, but he sold a lot of people. Bill Clinton was good at it. Joe Biden, not so good at it. If you're going to be a hypocrite, you've got to be a good salesman. And bless his heart, as we say down south, and that's never never leads to something good about to be said. Bless his heart, Joe Biden is not very good at this. <laughs> so <laughs> they they have a problem. They're trying to be all things to all people, and uh, except of course for labor, and and about them they they really don't seem to care that much. So again. The Democrats, through their own ineptitude, through their refusal to embrace the bedrock core constituency of labor, and through their their willingness to roll over and play dead for the far left, they are, are sabotaging their own efforts. I think President Trump has done a good job of governing. I think that President Trump has learned a lot in his time in office, and he has certainly spent a, a four-night Democrat, a Republican convention, rather, that reached out to voters to give them essentially permission. You like my economics. You don't like my rough mouth. Uh, We're going to have a bunch of people here tonight to give you permission to vote for me. And the Republican convention was well choreographed. It was well orchestrated, well organized. They did a good job. The Democrats, not so good. Not so good at all. So I'll tell you right now, there are two groups that, that may wind up giving this election to Donald Trump. One is the Democratic Party themselves, their leadership. They just seem to to either forget or not be interested in how it was they lost in 2016. It was those labor people, those blue-collar people, and they were totally ignored at their convention. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, it's a problem for them. The other group, of course, is the uh, the wild-eyed, radical street thugs. Together, they may just lose this election. For, for uh, Joe Biden. All right, this is 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and all over the joint on the Radio.com app. More calls when we come back. Jimbo for Bobby Mack. It's 15 before 7.
Well, I consider myself welcomed, and I thank you for doing that. Ten minutes now before 7 o'clock. That's the time for the news, followed by Mark Levin. Right now, let's go to the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 1-800-347-1063, and Billy in Greenville. Hi, Billy. Hello, Jimbo. Lived here all my life. I had many a hot dog from the finest cuisine, the finest restaurants in Greenville. Um, my first hot dog was from Cahaley's off Augusta Road when I was about uh, five years old. Uh, had skims. I've had, uh, of course, you know, tanners, big orange, and many, many good hot dogs. But that's, there's one that I'll never forget. But you've got to go a little bit out of town to find it. And I can't exactly remember how to get there. It is called the Dump Dog. The Dump Dog. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. go ahead. <laughs> All right, here. It, it's straight there in his name. Okay, what, what, uh, when you, I found it when I was on my way to take some stuff, uh, you know, a, a dump yard where you literally get rid of old furniture, old stuff you don't need. And right there at the yeah. top, uh-huh. right where you, in the opening, is a little restaurant. And you go in, you're, you're kind of curious about it. You go in, and there it is. But I said, what's, your, what's, what's good here? I said, everybody likes a dump, wait a minute, I said, everybody likes a dump dog. So, I had to do it. It was delicious. I'm not going to tell you what was on it, but it was wonderful. Well, you have to, it's, could you give us, give us a hint? Them. It was good. It was, yes, it was, it was very, very good. Okay. And go I'm ahead. one of these people that will not eat a hot dog if it doesn't have chili on it. I don't, if it doesn't have chili, it's not a hot dog to me. That, and that's the secret. Anyway, don't forget the dump dog. The dump dog. All right. Yeah, okay. Heck, I, I got it. Uh, yeah, that's a great story. I thank you, Billy, for sharing that. All kinds of great secrets, places to go, things to look for. I, I'm impressed. Let's see here. Uh, Texter says, um, uh, "Do they punch those pigs in the mouth first to give them fat lips?" <laughs> it's a great question. Do they punch those pigs in the mouth first to give them fat lips to provide more meat? LOL. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Don't read this. Oh, it's too bad. They put don't read this at the end. <laughs> I think it's funny. Trust me, folks. No pigs were harmed in the telling of that story, okay? It was just a story, okay? Another texter says, Sam's hot dogs are actually Nathan's hot dogs. Now, I've had Nathan's dogs before. They're quite good. Uh, I didn't know that Sam's were actually Nathan's. I didn't. I thought that that Nathan's was kind of proprietary about their name, and that if you you sold them, even at Sam's, that it would have to say Nathan's hot dogs. But hey, what do I know? What do I know? Okay, very good. All right, appreciate that. I have in the uh, past here, uh, uh, and thank you for your call, Billy. I have in the past here uh, been pessimistic about. Uh, the president's uh, chances for re-election, I have noted that it was early yet, and it is. And son of a gun, if things aren't looking better, the president's approval rating is up. I saw a poll recently had the president leading overall nationwide and, of course, more importantly, leading in the battleground states. doesn't matter if you lose California by 10 points or 15 points. You're going to lose California. But uh, the battleground states matter a great deal. Uh, he is he is turning it around. Not the least of which would be his policies. They've worked. They've benefited people. 
So, you know, it it's good good policy makes good politics in, in many an instance. There's no getting around that. Uh, but also the president has shown good adaptability to the moment at hand. He has, for example, reached out to the voters who are traditionally Democratic voters. Sure, he got them in, in 2016 when these were people who were disenchanted and they knew that the Democrats hadn't been serving them well. They thought they would take a chance on Donald Trump. This time, of course, you're not taking a chance. This time, Donald Trump is real policies. He's four years of governance. You know pretty much what you're getting, okay? And uh, he's reached out to them, which was the smart move, and I commend him and the Republican National Committee and those who ran the Republican convention. For the life of me, I cannot figure out the Democrats. If they are so in love with the, the beautiful people and the chic causes and so disdainful, of people who work for a living, they're liable to cost themselves the election here. I, I'm amazed. I'm encouraged. 57 days to go. I wish I could say that on that night we'll know the, the winner, but I'm pretty certain that, although the outcome is a question, I think one thing is certain. We will wake up Wednesday morning, November the 4th, and not know who is president. I really think so. In the meantime, thank you for being with us. Uh, I have another uh four days in which to prove I know how to do this. So, Jimbo, for Bobby Mack, you have a wonderful rest of your Labor Day, okay? Five before seven. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.